0: So what? What about the uh, the behavior of your salespeople was changed between the two hundred and the four hundred?
1: What? What? What was changed? Yeah,
0: like what did you change behaviorally about your salespeople? Um,
1: um, I mean, look, it. It's just we had a whole culture shift where it was like, hey, no excuses. Hmm. You got to hit this many calls. You've got to have this kind of closing ratio, and if you're not, we're gonna see. Like, and look, when you're with other salespeople, and that's like the norm you're thinking this is what is normal yeah. but then you bring some beast in Uh and you're like oh this is not normal like this guy Mm -hmm. he's closing good right he closes twice as many as i do what do you think's gonna happen he's gonna start getting all the leads Mm -hmm. right and so you know salespeople are really like you know it's just like in baseball the closers the closers get paid big money (laughs) because
0: to shut the door man when
1: you're in the ninth inning what's the most important inning of the game it's the ninth inning (laughs) yep You know, that's why they get the big bucks. The seventh inning guy doesn't get the ninth inning money, right? right? So, you know, I think any business, it starts with solving a problem, identifying who it is you're marketing to, coming up with a great marketing plan to reach that person, coming up with a good sales process to make sure they buy. And once they buy, fulfilling Mm. at a high level. And, um, you know, fulfillment's important for so many reasons of that. The reason Content Empire even has success is because so many people are cross-buying from other companies. They're like, oh, dude, you guys kill it at this company and that company I'm a part of. Content Empire is going to be great. Mm. So it's not even like the sales process kind of goes out the window yeah, at right. that point. They're just like, I'm in. Like, just let's go. Right. But the new people definitely have to be sold and, you know, all that stuff. But um, well, so- literally, that that's all business is. that's You take any business, the marketing is going to be at the top. Sales are going to be number two. Operations going to be number three.
0: Right. Well, and and I feel like a lot of it, in order to, just talking about Content Empire, in order to buy into something like that, you really have to believe in your business and your demand for your business, that first stage that you just mentioned. But I imagine with Content Empire, there's going to be a lot of folks that still need a lot of, like myself, like we talked about, Justin, just you still need a, a process to dilute or to take that big box, the empty box that you mentioned, and start filling out some of the details of the idea until you have that feeling of, "Oh, this is the idea." Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, so it, is that is that
0: kind of like phase one there?
1: Yeah, I would say, man, I don't think your idea, your first idea, is ever going to be ever. the company. I, right. I've yet to have one idea where it turned out that that was how we made mm-hmm. money. You know, Future Flipper. I first started out; it was a book then it was a course. And I was like, I'll just sell courses. I don't want to coach like courses are on autopilot. And Mm -hmm. I realized people don't want that. They want coaching. Right. Mm -hmm. And so over years, future flipper even evolved into what it is today. Right. Tykes evolve. They all evolve. You know, all my businesses are going through different transitions to get to where they're at today. The wealthy way is now a podcast and a book and like they all evolve. And, you know, what makes the money in the beginning probably isn't what's going to make a money a year or two from mm-hmm. now and i was actually telling justin this too i was like hey guys here's like the initial plan for content empire this is like what i see us doing and everything else but we're gonna see right like, mm-hmm. who knows where this is gonna what rabbit holes it's going to lead to we don't know we have the initial plan and all we can do is test and see mm. and i'll give you a good example too you know um people bought at the event for the price that we had at the launch right and then yesterday we launched and I said, let me try. And I told Siona and Justin this. I said, let, I'm going to try putting the price up there. And they go, people will buy it at that price. Like people buy stuff at that price all the time. And I go, yeah, but they always need to talk to a salesperson to buy mm. it at that price. They Very few people will pay thousands of dollars just with a click. Totally Right? But yep. I go, let's just test it because I'm all about testing things. Yeah. We test it. No one buys. And the problem is we also don't get a lead because they see it. They automatically say, "Ah, oh, I don't want to do this. It's too expensive, whatever. And so you don't even know who was interested. Right. And mm. so within a couple of hours, I said, cut it off. Mm. They have to apply and talk to somebody. And that's all comes back down to how good of you are, are you of a marketer? And do you understand the sales funnel? Because if I let that happen for a week, it potentially costs hundreds of thousands in people who would have bought had they went through the full process. right? And a big thing is understanding that you can only test for a period, a short period of time at the initial start of it. Like he said, if he would have left it up there, you know what I mean? You kind of, you almost can blow it by right. doing something like that. Yeah, and people would have still bought. It would have got sales. <laughs> yeah, it would have got something. But it, it would be significantly less than if you just did it the right way. Right. But in my mind, I'm like, well, I think this product is so freaking good. If you don't buy it, you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. That, that was in my mind. Yeah. But- I understand like the stuff we sell is a lot of money. You know, people need to be, you know, really given informed decision Mm -hmm. and, you know. Well, and
0: like you just said, even with content empire, all of your businesses, it's trial and error. You're tweaking things as you go. All of your entrepreneurs out there are going to have the same thing with their business. It's going to be growing, blah, blah, blah. The one constant that I think we can all agree on now is that consistent content, with high value to your audience is a piece that's not changing.
1: It ain't changing.
0: That's no. going to be a pillar of your business, no matter how it changes, no matter where it And goes. the thing
1: is, it doesn't have to be you making the content, but somebody in your business has to be making that right. content.
0: Well, and that's, what's appealing for me because like I said, as a musician and also a tech sales guy uh, with a family, it's like, I need to understand quickly how to build a team of people that are going to be able to carry on these responsibilities that I need to be able to just create, uh, the, the art. And so, I mean, so many people out here that do consider time, their most valuable asset aren't going to be the editors for the same reason that you didn't want to start an editing company Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, it's a high touch.
1: It's a labor job, labor job, right. The the money is made in the knowledge and, uh, Mm the the leverage. Right. Right. And yeah. if
0: you can set each one of these entrepreneurs on top of this well-oiled machine that, that creates content. massive leverage. Yeah. Then that machine, I've seen it with you. First, I was like, dude, how do you pay for all these people to do this content for you? And then I'm like, oh, it pays for itself immediately.
1: Well, and I wouldn't say immediately because it didn't. Mm. Right. Like, and this is the thing I always tell even these guys too, is like, it's not a one or the other thing. Right. It's like, they both need each other, right? I could not afford to pay these guys what I pay them for content without having these other businesses as a way to monetize the content, right? right. I can't go drop all this money making videos if it don't make me any money, right. right? If I don't have a way for it to give me like a big return too. Yeah. Because I don't spend 40000 to go make 40000 right? right? So like they both go hand in hand. Like they don't have a job if these guys don't, if I don't have this business, but they ain't getting leads if these guys ain't making the videos. Right. So it's like this mutually beneficial thing that has to happen. And it's the, it goes back to the same thing of marketing and sales. Right. right. Like, you know, this is the marketing side with the content. The sales side is with the business. Yep. And like marketing is first. That's what happens. We got to make good videos that then leads to sales.
0: Right. And content empire is going to touch on both arms of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sick.
1: Yep. Yep.